It's a pleasure to have you listening to my show today. My sincerest desire is for you to get something from it that will make your life richer, fuller, and safer. My name is Reverend Wynn Henderson. As an ordained Christian minister and a retired medical doctor, I have a dual perspective to bring you content to solve problems in your life. This podcast is the longest-running, single-hosted, spiritually-based radio internet talk show in America. It has been on the air for over 24 years. I bring you information about the disease of addiction, about your purpose in life, and investigative reporting on truth just below the surface. Our guest today is Dr. Robert O. Young. Over the past two and a half decades, Dr. Young has been widely recognized as one of the top research scientists in the world. Having a specialty in cellular nutrition, Dr. Young has devoted his life to researching the true causes of disease, subsequently developing the new biology to help people balance their life. Dr. Young has devoted his career to the discovery of the missing pieces necessary to complete the larger picture of health. He is the author of over 100 published peer-reviewed articles. Some of his most notable accomplishments include developer of a new theoretical paradigm called the New Biology Theory, pioneer in the research of a biological process called pleomorphism. Dr. Young's work has been featured on The Oprah Winfrey Show by Dr. Oz and several documentaries. More recently, Dr. Young's scientific research has taken him into the fields of the coronavirus pandemic with emphasis on microscopic findings of dangerous substances in the mRNA shots. The lack of scientific proof of a benefit from wearing masks and the lack of benefit and destructive efforts of lockdowns. He said, I have come to my final scientific conclusion. The so-called worldwide governmental viral pandemic narrative and response was and is today a purely political one. There is absolutely no scientific gold standard evidence to follow other than the political science. Dr. Young, it's uh, great to have you on the program today. Thank you, Wynn, and thank you for the diversity that you and the perspective that you bring uh, to the science world. Because for me, and I think you would agree with this, that how do you how do you separate your faith from the science? I mean, if there is a God in heaven. And if he if he's the father of, of, of us all, and we're brothers and sisters, uh, he, he's probably the greatest scientist, you know, that we can that we can praise. And 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 the things that I feel and 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 that I receive and understanding aren't written in books. I mean, when when people are inspired. They're inspired by by inspiration, revelation, and, and some of that could be an idea from from some previous professor or 
or teacher. But really, you know, it, it can come in so many ways if you just listen. And if you're listening, you can actually hear the truth, but you have to, to listen. And some people might say, well, maybe that's just me speaking to myself. And I don't believe that. If you listen, it's a still, small voice, and it only speaks truth. And it will tell you all things that you need to do. And and I try to listen to that. I'm not perfect in it by any means, and nor am I perfect in a lot of ways. But but one thing I I try. I mean, we can be perfect in some things. And one thing I'm perfect, or at least in, is in my belief of of of, of a God, of, of a Creator. Uh, that created this beautiful planet that we all live on. And so I'm grateful that you also share that similar perspective uh, in, you know, there is something greater behind all this. And so we can we can take hope in that. You know, it, it's not for our demise, but for uh, our purpose. And, and that's one of the major questions that is asked, or at least we ask, or at least I have asked myself, is where did I come from? That's one question. The next question is, why am I here? And the last question is, where am I going after this life? And is there a continuation of those lives? And those are the, I think, the three major questions that that humankind, you know, has to 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 think about and and, and maybe even struggle with. But I know for myself, I believe that this earth life is a means by we might learn by our experience through what is uh, which, which, which is a principle of physics is there needs to be opposition in all things and then through opposition that we learn by that opposition how would we ever understand the meaning uh, if we, in the physical form if we didn't experience hot how would we understand cold that duality exists i mean how would we understand something that's good if there if evil did not exist as a compliment. So it's always a balance going on within nature of itself. It's intentional that we learn by our experience. Duality, you know, you know, it exists and it has existed in the eternities. And, and so we're dealing with that now in some very, very stark contrast. I mean, we know the difference between peace and war, don't we? And we're seeing this live in real time, you know, when we watch the news and, and it breaks our hearts to see our brothers and sisters suffering or fighting amongst each other. And I, I truly believe in, you know, the teachings of Christ when he said there are two great commandments. And the first one is love God with all thy heart, might, mind, and strength. And the second one is like unto it, love your neighbor as yourself. If we would love our neighbors like we love ourselves, there would be no contest, there no conflict, no war. And, and, and this is what we're dealing with. And so I'm glad that we can have a discussion uh, based upon our limited knowledge uh, as, we, as we grow together in this learning experience, which we call the, the experience of life, and that we could take a different perspective and, and literally just say, wow, what exciting contrasts are we going to learn today? You know, you know, what am I going to experience? And it seems that those who excel to the highest have all got their stories. They've gone to maybe to a level that we thought, wow, I could never do what they did. I think people can re relate to that to, to get what, where they are at. But 
but there's a contrast to that, and there's a learning curve that goes with that. And it, it, and having been a former athlete and experiencing winning, yeah, you know, winning is is good. But when do we really lose? When do we really learn? We learn from our losses, and that that pushes us to improve the quality of our lives. You know, and if it's in sport, we learn from that experience. Whatever that sport is, if we lose, we learn how to change something. And that's what it's all about. And so there is one thing in life that is constant. I want you to remember this, who's ever listening. There's one thing in life that is constant, and it's the only thing in life that is constant. And that word is change. And we have to embrace that word. If we'll embrace that word, our lives will change in a New York second. That's a flick, flickering of, of snapping your fingers. Because when we embrace change, which is really hard for most people, everybody likes the status quo, right? You know. And so when new information comes out in the science world, can we look at this objectively and embrace it? I mean, why are people saying this? You know. What is the changes that might happen in the near future or the present or the, or, or the near future? And how does it affect our lives? And how can we, how can we protect ourselves? So I, I pray for all of, all of humanity, for safety and protection and the enlightenment of truth that will set them free. Because out of the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every word be established. And we have many witnesses uh, concerning what you just announced in your introduction to me, and thank you very much, Wynn, for that beautiful introduction. Uh, it was very gracious uh, and kind. And I must say, I'm not the only one that has done this work. It's been it's been documented uh, in you know by other scientists in Spain and Argentina and the UK and Japan, uh, you know, around the world. And I'm grateful for that confirmation so that we can provide that information to the masses so that you can make a personal choice because that comes back then to free will, you know, personal choice. You have the free will. Here's the information. You know, what? here's the question. What is in the vial that is put into a needle that is being injected into the arm's of masses. I mean, I mean, we're talking about billions of people that have been inoculated. And uh, what has that effect been? And of course, uh, there are gov uh, government, the CDC is keeping track of those, except they're being underreported and they're being magically erased, which is quite concerning as it relates to the level of injury and the level of death that has actually transpired because of the inoculations and its contents. And so this is this was maybe something we were going to talk about. But anyway, I just wanted to say thank you to you. Uh, and for for 24 years, congratulations, you know, for, you know, sticking with this. Uh, uh, you know, I, I've, I've been on target now for over 40 years. And I haven't waned at all as it relates to my my beliefs on this. When I received the truth, I've continued with it for, for over four decades. Um, Robert, uh, let me uh, say a couple of things before we get into the crux of the, the story today. 
you said that there were three things, three questions that you thought were very important. And I wrote a book many years ago called The Four Questions. The four questions being, who am I? Where did I come from? What am I doing here? And where am I going when I'm done? I carried that discussion on into uh, Freedom from Addiction series, and you can catch it in Freedom from Addiction 4, the final message on Amazon right now. So I had one more question than you, but we agreed on the other three. Something that is terrifically important for people to be able to think about and come to an answer for them personally. And I want well, I, uh, I, can I say something about the who am I part? Yeah. When I was when when I was a young man, I was uh, set apart as an ecclesiastic minister. Very few people know this about me at the age of 19, and I served uh, without purse, meaning without compensation or any money. And I when I went into the ministry, uh, I had no resources, so I went in faith. You know, and I and and I wrote a song. And the title of the song, are you ready for this? The title of the song is Who Am I? And and the words were, who am I? Can you tell me why I'm here? Is there a God? Does he love me? Who am I? You know, you know, you know, where am I to where am I? Where am I going? Is there a God? Does he care? And then the, the chorus was. I'm trying to remember this now as I'm saying this because this kind of just came to me uh, as it relates uh, relates to the song. But I, I I I recorded it a few years ago, and I have to be singing it for it to actually come back. So, but it's it, but that was the name of it. And you're absolutely right. Uh, you have to know who you are, and and if if someone's to ask that question of me, I would say, I am a child of God. Well, we are, uh, we are all children of, 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 of God, of the creator. And, uh, and so we're all gods in embryos. You know, this is part of, of his glory is for us to learn and to grow, to become more like him, not to become him. Like some people on earth think they're gods on earth. No, not to become him, but to become like him, and uh, so uh, that's that's uh, something I, I agree with you. So I did have four, but yes, I, I, I need to remember that. And thank you for re- reminding me because it took me back to uh, you know forty plus years ago, actually fifty years ago. Well, because I'm in my seven, I'm in my seventies now. People say there's nothing new in the universe, and this is a good example because we both came to the conclusion of there are four important questions, and you didn't read me and I didn't read you, but the fact that the truth is out there is a matter of whether or not we can pick up on it. I also wanted to say that in my new book, as well as in some of the previous ones, I tell you the story, the the background story of why I'm doing what I'm doing and and 
he comes to a supernatural experience back in 1990 where God told me in a dream that he had a book he wanted written to help all the poor, unfortunate people who Satan is bound up in various different types of addictions. And he told me in this dream, you know, just what he wanted in the book. And, of course, that came instantaneously, and uh, uh, it didn't go away like most of my dreams did. But I started writing it. He gave me some promises as if I would do it. All those promises came true, and uh, here we are now, and we're in the fourth edition of Freedom from Addiction. So I want you to go out and, and get a copy. It's on Thank a you. Amazon on Kindle, and we're in the process of putting it as a uh, soft pack so that you can actually hold it and everything. But if you want to hear what God had to say about addiction, this is the book for you. Now, we're going to get into the topic uh, that uh, I have you on the line for today. I have two things. I want you to tell the audience about graphene and 5G microwave radiation as it relates to um, the coronavirus of the pandemic and uh, also anything that you think might be helpful in people uh, trying not to let uh, those two things affect them. And then second, uh, secondarily, since it's in the news, I want you to give us your opinion on the problem with monkeypox. So I'll turn it back over to you and get started on uh, the graphene and the microwave. Well, you know, on a, uh, a lecture tour, I, I ended up uh, in Rome in 2018 at a medical conference where I was one of the keynote speakers, and, and the title of that message was Dismantling the Viral Theory. And uh, as as scientism, not fact, and it's really difficult, if not impossible, to prove the existence of the virus. That's why you hear from from lay people. It says they they call it the the invisible virus. I think former President Trump called it invisible or phantom. You know, it's like you know no one's been able to isolate it. You know, or you know secure a purified isolate of any virus, you know, including HIV. And, and this was a problem for even Luc Montaner, who received the, the Nobel Prize for his discovery and later uh, reversing his position on that as it relates to HIV causing AIDS, which is acquired immune disorder. And the immune disorder uh, was what is happening now, which is an attack on, on the human organism uh, that is chemically related and also uh, radiation related. And, and so this is not something new. Uh, the, uh, you know, Peter Duisberg, uh, who wrote the book Inventing the AIDS Virus, wrote about this in 1985. 
and he uh, was at the University of California, Berkeley, and of course, we spent a lot of time together, and I ended up writing a, a second thought of uh, uh, concerning viruses, vaccines, and the HIV-AIDS hypothesis in three parts, and all three parts have been published in peer-reviewed journals uh, in, in an international infectious disease journal. So what was the point? The point was there was something causing this, but it wasn't a virus. That was Duisberg's position. No, it's poppers. It's, you know, they're studying, you know, the gay community in San Francisco, and they're using these, these poppers that contain uh, uh, a form of acid, uh, and that acid was destroying their lives. And that was uh, the purpose of it was to relax the sphincter muscle so they could have, you know, uh, intercourse. Uh, and, and the problem was, was the drug was causing the immune deficiency. Uh, so they came up with this idea. And at the time, uh, you know, Fauci was there, but he was he was working for a guy by the name of Robert Gallo. So Robert Gallo and, and Luke Montaner were the two scientists that co-shared the Nobel Prize for the HIV. Uh, but, but eventually, Robert Gallo kind of stepped aside for uh, scientific fraud, and you don't hear from him. But he's still in the background. He's still behind the scenes, even though you don't hear his name. And Fauci's been in the forefront on this. But he's been instigating, uh, you know, this whole theory and, and, and it's an experiment that uh, was carried out on a group of people, uh, in this case with HIV, it was gays, to see what the effects were with, with different gain-of-function concepts, principles, and doing human studies on what the lethal dose was of, let's say, AZT at the time. <laughs> and they brought that off, and it killed many, many people. Uh, you know, but it was like, these are deplorables, you know, they're not human beings, they're not children of God, you know, I mean, these are, these are homosexual sexuals, and, you know, and so we can experiment on these. I mean, I don't know what their rationale was, and I'm just coming to some sort of, you know, idea that this was what it was, because I, it didn't make any sense of it, and it infuriated me when my, my nephew got involved with that whole community, and ended up, being diagnosed with HIV, and six months later, he's dead. And I'm going to my sister, don't give the drug. Don't do, that's what's killing. This is what's doing it. it. It has nothing to do with the virus. I'm saying this in the 80s. And it, and it really impassioned me to literally speak out, and I've been speaking out for 40 years, wake up, people, there is no virus. It is scientism. It doesn't exist. And it cannot be proven. It has never been proven by anyone on this planet. So that brings us back to the next question. What is making everybody sick? Why are people dying? You know? And, and, and especially now, I just finished an article uh, that, that deals with this. But when you look at the characters involved, the very people that develop software programs – are building computers and software programs are the same people that are writing programs that they call, you know, my computer's been infected by a virus. So they're making the viruses and they're making the antiviruses. And, and what's the theme around this? 
the theme around this is money. Follow the money. This is all about money. This is all about control. It's all about control of people. People. And it's also now not only control, it's, a limit, it's limiting the surplus population. And you can hear from these bad actors, them saying this, that we're overpopulated. We're not overpopulated. They believe that. It's not necessarily true that we're running out of resources. That's not true either. And, and yes, we have to do better with, with, with how we take care of this earth and the pollutants, what have you. But the solution is not with electromagnetic frequencies coming from, from the technologists that we buy everything that somehow are tied to the Internet of Things. So now we have a smart car. We have a smart meter. We have a smart house. We have a smart toaster. You know, these are instruments of death. They are emitting pulsating radiation that is harming your health. That the true culprit here is not a virus. In fact, if you take virus and translate it complete, uh, uh, correctly, the word virus translated correctly in Latin means poison. The question is, what is poisoning in us? And the answer to that question is radiation poisoning. So when you start bringing up, let's say, you know, cowpox, you know, uh, smallpox, you know, poxpox, monkeypox, squirrelpox, I mean, this is ludicrous. We're talking about something that's passing from an animal to a human causing a symptomology which is showing ulcerations on the skin. The ulcerations is what happens if you go to Chernobyl, of which the Russians ended up there and literally contaminated themselves because the life of gamma radiation, you know, is hundreds of years. So, I mean, it's like the skin's falling off their flesh. And what have they tried to do to combat that? They planted sunflowers. Chernobyl was an accident. And sunflowers are one of the great absorption of gamma radiation. And it's their symbol. It's their flower. It's their colors. And, and, and these people that came, these, these boys that came from Russia were put in harm's way for money. As if their lives don't even matter. You know, you can't go into to a, a field of gamma radiation no more than you can sit in a Tesla car and think you are doing something for the environment when you're being irradiated by a pulsating frequency is literally microwaving your crotch, your reproductive organs. And you can measure that when you go into a car and you're thinking about saving humanity and saving, you know, uh, yourself, saving your loved ones, and you take you take a tri-field meter that measures the electrical field, the magnetic field, you'll find, and this is this is a fact, in 1964, the Environmental Protection Agency said anything over three to five milligauss is cancer-causing. Well, you're going to be shocked when you start measuring the milligauss off an electric car. It is worse than smoking 100 cigarettes a day.
So this is just another plan? I don't know. Is it all about money? Is it about safety? No. They haven't updated the 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 restrictions on the level of radiation other than in 1964 of what a human being can withstand. So this is a huge problem, and it's very confusing because now what we have, and the governments have this capability, and this is why during the last few years, you know, they put up over 20,000 satellites, you know, so it's not only just putting up towers, all of a sudden you're seeing a tower here, a tower there, you know, and these towers, because of the wavelength, have to be put every 500 feet or so, we're being, we're being exposed we're being exposed to radiation beyond our capacity to protect ourselves. And so we feel more fatigued. It's called innervation. We feel irritation. We feel inflammation. We feel we, we, we eventually, depending on our exposure to the radiation, we, we see the ulcerations. And, and we're going to identify this as monkeypox. These people are just flat-out evil. That are, that are talking and saying these words. They're either really, really stupid or they're really, really evil. Because when you see an outbreak coming through the skin, that's the body trying to save itself from an internal environment that's being exposed to chemical and radiation poisoning. And when I say chemical radiation poisoning, what I'm speaking about and my, my colleagues around the world are in, we, we are in complete on the same page of what's in these inoculations. You know, the percentages are very important to understand because one in 200 contain this ingredient. This is in, this is in the Pfizer, the Moderna, the AstraZeneca, and also the J&J. &J. That percentage goes to one in four on the second dose. I haven't not... Full disclosure, I have not tested any of the boosters. I have not had those made available to me. But the bottom line here is that compound, it's contained in a, in a protective box, a coating. It's, a, it's a, a lipid membrane of hydrosol, contains a very strong material. It's a thousand times stronger than steel. It is one atom in thickness meaning that it can pass them through any, any blood barrier. So it's go, it can go into the female reproductive organs, past the ovarian blood, brain, uh, blood ovarian barrier. It can go into the brain, passing the blood brain barrier. These are nanoparticulates, okay, that are being driven like a bomb with specific precision because of its genetic profile, it's being attached, attached to a specific genetic marker, and in this case, it would be reproductive, where 50% of the inoculation containing this poisonous material of graphene in the form of graphene oxide and reduced graphene or hydro graphene hydroxide that is being driven to the female reproductive organs by it in and of itself is not threatening, but is a biosensor that then connects and as a, an antenna picks up radiation frequencies, electrical magnetic fields 
and destroys the female reproductive. It sterilizes. It sterilizes the female reproductive organs. It sterilizes the male reproductive organs. You see, and 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 this is one of the outcomes, and one of the, uh, one of the things that have been talked by by many of these bad actors to try to reduce the surplus population, out of their own words, quote, quotes, useless eaters, close quote. That's what these bad actors think about us. We're useless eaters. We don't provide anything worthwhile to society. We just take up space. Okay? Totally disregarding, wait a minute, you know, I'm your brother, you know, you're my sister, you're my brother, you know, why would you do this to me? Well, because they are being influenced by a force which is real, a dark force. And so these inoculations are being delivered by mmRNA or genetic material that's specific to specific organs to direct the contents of the poison. And the poison is not a poison. It's, it's a nanoparticulate of graphene oxide, okay, that's encoded, you know, in this lipid membrane that's coated with polyethylene glycol. And we know this because we use scanning and transmission electron microscopy, and we use uh, energy-directive, you know, X-ray spectroscopy. You know, we, we use the instruments to determine the contents based on electrical, uh, based on its electron signature. And, uh, and this is being published in a peer-reviewed journal next month. Uh, it's taken me a long time to find to find a journal that would publish this, you know, so it's 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 being published in medical sciences, in, and this is important. This these this is important information for the world to see and hear. They need to understand that the inoculations contain ingredients that are harmful to their heart, to their brain and to their for their ability to reproduce themselves. And uh, the material also, once it's in the cranial area, this graphene, it acts as an antenna to literally control your neurological functions. Now, when they talk about this, like in Neuralink, they talk about what wonderful discovery this is. And they are using graphene, by the way, uh, to help for paraplegics you know, to be able to be able to function again, okay? But see, there, this is the duality of life. This is a law of physics. There's opposition in all things. So this technology can be used for good or it can be used for evil. And right now it's being used for evil. And so what we have here, which is very, very shocking, we have what are called excess deaths in the world and around the world, and, and this is very, very alarming. And when we're talking about these excess deaths, we are seeing this in California. For the year 2020, we're seeing death rates rose in the state of California in 2020 by 13.5%. 
That's a shocking number. Okay? And now, in 2021, guess what the whole year was? It went from 13.5. Why? Because they, they, they initiated the inoculation. They initiated the graphene and the, the radiation connection, and this is injuring people. And so the death rate went up to 18.7% in 2021. And now, as of the date, that number of excess date of deaths is over 20%. And the reason why is because they've turned on the 5G. And more and more people are connecting to it. And when they connect it to it and you have this material, which is now not only just in the inoculation, it's in the air, it's in the water, it's in the food. That's why, you know, it's, it's in the interstitial fluids of animals, chicken, pork, fish. I mean, what do you trust? What can you eat? I mean, we're getting to a point where you have to grow what you eat and eat what you grow. So this is not just in the U.S. This is the whole world are seeing these increases. And so we're seeing, I mean, I'll take a small country like Cyprus, is seeing a 16%, 5% increase in, in mortality. In Canada, you ready for this number? A 70% excess death rate between ages 0 to 44. And they want to inoculate our children? This is, this is assisted suicide. That's what it is. And so we have the information. I encourage you to go to drrobertyoung.com, read my latest article on injuries and deaths are exploding. The reason they're exploding from one year to the next is because they are now and have been rolling out the 5G and we're going into a whopper, which is going to be blamed on a monkey, some zoonotic condition, viral condition, you know, that we have between monkeys and us, you know, and it is one complete pandemic. It is a fraud. It is a lie. The outbreaks, the injuries, the spots, the ulcerations, and the injuries and deaths from this are being caused. Do not be confused about this. Is because of the increase in our exposure to magnetic fields. Electric field stops at walls. Magnetic fields go right through the walls. The only thing you can stop is have a ferret and cage, and you literally have to sleep in it. The more people are going to find out, I need to buy clothing that acts, you know, that rejects this, this microwave to, you know, sleeping in an environment. If you're having sleep problems, it's being affected by these magnetic fields, and they're pulsating. Pulsating is like getting hit in the face, you know, and pull back, hit, pull back, hit. It, the cells cannot have this, and this is what causes the corona effect. The crowning of the cells is they're getting smacked by radiation poisoning, smacked by the magnetic field, and then it pulls back, smacked again. This disturbs the central balance of organized matter, and that is appears on the cell membrane as the cell membrane starts deteriorating. It goes into the genetics of this, and it literally is genetic toxic. And so I encourage everyone to consider, consider this very serious subject and get rid of your, your smart meters. Get rid of your smart house. You know, don't even think about buying 
a smart car because they're stupid cars, not smart cars. And if you don't believe me, spend a few hundred dollars, go get out a trimeter, and when you're out shopping for your new smart whatever it is, you know, check the amount of radiation that's coming off that. Check it. We're talking about microwaves here. We're not talking about radio waves that killed over 100 million people in the Spanish flu epidemic, you know, and that bolus that was in the, you know, kind of the center spot in, in Gibraltar in Spain, you know, everybody's blaming it on some sort of virus. That was a radiation contamination that happened, you know, and many, many people have died. And this is exactly what's happening now. So when it comes to monkeypox, it doesn't exist. The symptom exists, and this, but the symptom's not caused by viral. And there's no inoculation that will save you. That will just give bad people, bad governments, the opportunity to knock you up and connect you to the Internet of humans and assign you an IP address so they can control and track you even your consciousness for the rest of your life, and they can even determine whether you live or die. Wow. You know, it's almost too much to take in. But Well, I'll tell you, there is hope with this, and the hope is you get on your knees and pray to the Almighty God who created us you know, if you're safety and protection, because that's what I do. I've got holes in my pants, and they're not on the back sitting on my ass. They're on my knees praying to an almighty God to save us from our insanity, to save us from our greed. Well, that's, that's good advice, Robert. I wish more people would take it. Unfortunately, most people are influenced by Satan, and he doesn't want you to live. He doesn't want you to have a happy life. And so he'll tell you all kinds of lies, which we're seeing them every day on the news, from the government, from the um, politicians, the health officials, and they're they're lying to you. Um, they have an agenda. They want to promote it, and they will criticize and uh, and try to take down anybody that tries to tell the truth. But well, I've been arrested uh, six times. I've been in jail four times. You know, and people think, wow, you know, why do you? keep doing this? Why don't you just stop talking? How do you stop talking about something that is life-changing and life-saving? And that you're, you're not thinking of yourself now. You're thinking about your children and your grandchildren. You're thinking about the future of this planet. We're, we are at, at, at a point where people need to choose what side they're on. And and you need to choose, you need to decide it with your votes, because most of the bums that are that are running our government are being influenced by by bad actors. And I'm not mentioning any names. You know who they are. You just have to listen to their words. 
out of their mouths will they reveal themselves of who they really are. Out of the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every word be established. You can't just take it for granted anymore. If you love your children, if you love your grandchildren, if you love your life, even if you don't like your life, you love just being alive, even though you'd like things better. Things aren't going to get better unless you stand up with your vote, with you stand out with your voice. Why do you think you wear a mask? If you had a microscope and looked at a mask under a microscope, you could drive a freight train, a truck, through the pores, the openings of those, those threads. They don't hold back something that is 0.001 micron in, in size, one atom thickness. They, they don't even have the capacity, you know, a nanoparticulate 95, MP95, you know, can only go down to like, you know, one or two microns. This stuff is in the nano range. What we're talking about here, and, and when we're talking about microwave radiation or radio waves, <laughs> I mean, wearing a mask, that's laughable. I mean, you have to be a certified idiot, excuse me, to even think that wearing a mask is going to protect you from radiation poisoning. It doesn't. It doesn't protect you from the magnetic field. It doesn't matter what, how many suits you put on. I mean, unless it's lead-lined, it does not protect you. And this is the kind of power that the government has. And once you become inoculated and you've been injected with the graphene oxide, you now have an IP address and you're connected to the Internet of Things and you're being tracked. And there's a patent on that, and you can look it up. I've, 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 I've talked about it, you know, and, and, of course, the people that own this are the technocrats. And they're working with the CIA and other, other government agencies, you know, for tracking the whole human population. And, yes, there's, there's some countries that are pushing back on this. There's some countries say, no, I'm not going to be part of this one world reset. No, I'm not going to be part of it. So you have to question everything now. Well, Robert, that was uh, quite a show. And uh, I hope many, many, many people listen to it and pass the uh, address of the podcast on to them so they could hear it, hear the truth just below the surface, which is what I try to do as much as humanly possible. Now, you know, after listening to this program for up to 24 years, that my mission or purpose in life is to spread the message that there is a cure for every addictive behavior. This is a spiritual cure, and the treatment program is profiled in my new book, Freedom from Addiction 4, the final message. In it, you find if you meet three simple criteria, everyone gets well. Now, I have three free resources where you can start your discovery journey. 
The first is a link to this podcast. Freedomfromaddiction.libson.com Spell Libson, L-I-B as in boy, S-Y-N. No caps, uh, no spaces. The second is a link to my website where you can find out more about my work with addiction. Go to www.revwinhendersonmd.com. And the final resource I have for you is my Twitter account. Search at HugoTheArtist on Twitter.com. There you will find inspirational and educational daily pearls of wisdom. So, Robert, uh, until we get back together again, I hope that the people go back into the archives and pick up and listen to all your previous programs because you ultimately are one of the few that's bringing truth just below the surface to the surface. And thank you, Robert. Well, thank you, and all the best to you and your family and your loved ones and safe, safety and protection. I pray for you. Uh, God will continue to bless you and protect you. Uh, and, I, and I say these things in, in Christ's name, amen. Amen.